0: Welcome to Coles on the Coast, the podcast where we talk about riding the waves of sustainability, preparedness, and living the small homestead life. I'm Jessica. I'm Charlie. And tonight we're going to talk about lessons learned from this year's gardening season. This first gardening. Charlie's shaking his head. What's wrong, Charlie?
1: I'm just curious as to what lessons we learned.
0: (laughs) Okay, these are lessons that I feel like we learned. It might be more of a Charlie to do list for next time. Can I share? Share what? Share what it is. Yeah. Okay. I guess. Did you think of any?
1: No. Well, I mean, yeah, but you okay. do your list first. I'll
0: okay. I'll do my list first, and then we'll see if Charlie has any of the same ones. So, number one, I feel like you should have your compost and or your compost plan ready.
1: Well, that's hard, because compost takes at least a certain amount of time to make. You're not necessarily going to have compost to start. I guess that's true. You have to start cultivating something so that you can build from somewhere.
0: But I think having a plan of knowing what you're going to do with that compost, like are you going to turn it and how often, or are you going to do like the Johnson and See, but
1: that's not necessarily gardening in and of itself, though.
0: Okay. But it's, it's part of helping to produce a better garden. We
1: didn't turn our compost because we ended up with the best plant of our garden in the compost. <laughs> if we had turned it, we wouldn't have that best plant.
0: Those tomatoes... And the pumpkin, yeah. So anyway, I still feel like the, some of the other issues that we'll talk about, having some compost or having a plan for something that would act as a compost would have helped us a lot in our for this year's garden. That was passed. Remarks. Okay, nope. number two. I feel like we should have prepped the soil for female flowers better, and I don't know if we like. And in, in the same time, like maybe we should have like. Studied why we weren't getting female flowers. Oh, you're just so frustrated with me right now.
1: I did pre-plant in the soil. Like, I, I put... I the, the soil was a nice pH. And we added fertilizer to the spots. As we put them in, we put a little bit of fertilizer on each and every one of them.
0: But for some reason, we still didn't have female flowers on our okra
1: and squash. Anything else? Or running okra. Our it's not running. actually okra. The okra would have done fine. It's not... It wasn't... Well... The okra did have female flowers, it's just there wasn't anything pollinating.
0: Oh, okay, so we had a pollinator problem for that.
1: And then the squash, the, the trombosinos did have a couple of very small female flowers on So do we They're need just... to up
0: our pollinators then, or go out there and do it ourselves?
1: Yes, up pollinators, and I think the trombosinos, they had issues because as soon as we planted them, the uh, the vines burst. So they only had like one side of the vine still connecting them so i don't think there's enough nutrient uptake from the roots anyway.
0: okay well why did they split was it because of the rain we were having
1: because it got too hot okay it burned one side of them okay i see we didn't harden them off well enough
0: i see we did stick them out on the back porch but i guess it wasn't enough
1: yeah they needed several hours a day and you swap them back and forth now- we should have been doing that while it was still colder and a little bit windier in March. As soon as they came up in pots, we should have moved them outside and let them get a little bit cold air and sunlight on them and move back in there. No, now, but-
0: I do want to ask, how come we can't just plant something in the ground and
1: it grow here? I mean, you can, but like the tomatoes, you'd be just now getting to where the tomato would produce in the middle of the summer. Oh, okay. That's why. I see. Squash is easier, but like if you were to plant squash directly in the ground in about two weeks, you'd have squash plants about that tall. If you planted them mid-March, by the third week of March, you would have dead little squash plants, especially with, like, the last freeze that we had. Okay.
0: Now, this tall was about eight in disguise.
1: Yeah. Squashes will grow quick, but you have to do it right after that last freeze or cover them up. That's probably what we should have done. We should have just done them before the freeze and then covered them up.
0: Okay. So that's our lesson. Cover a squash. Okay. So then another one. I learned this further into our tomato growing season, and I wish I would have known it, because we had one tomato plant that kept having in-blossom rot, and I found out that you can take eggshell, and you can put vinegar with that eggshell, and create like a calcium, and that you can, if you dilute it and put it on the leaves or the plant, that you can add that calcium to the plant, which will help with in-blossom rot.
1: No, it's not calcium. So here's the thing. When you take vinegar, acetic acid, calcium carbonate, eggshells, and you combine them together, you create a compound known as calcium acetate. Okay. Which is also called lime, which okay. is what pre-plant is, which you add to your soil before you plant things, so there's more calcium and... Well, we had that on it. Not in that flower bed. No, the flower bed by the house did not get any preplant.
0: Did I just stick it all in the ground?
1: You just stuck it all in the ground one day.
0: I thought I went out there with the stuff.
1: No. The okay. pre-plant is the little brown gran, the the gray granules.
0: But either way, They're I can like still do that. That's a, still a lesson I learned.
1: Yeah, you can still do that. But you want to do that beforehand.
0: No, I, I mean, also you can heard do that.
1: You, I mean, by the time we found out that it had the in blossom rot, it had already done most of what it was doing. There may be some coming on, but like... Yeah. Because the lime that you buy from the store is already lime, you're not having to worry about having the correct quantity. See, that's the other thing. If you don't mix the correct quantities of eggshells and vinegar, your pH is going to be either too high or too low.
0: I looked it up. Did it off of of a reel on Facebook.
1: That's what I mean. (laughs) And so, yeah, you may be doing that, but in all actuality, you're just adding lime to the soil. Okay.
0: but still not bad. I still like knowing that I can create my own lime out of vinegar and eggshells because that is a self-sustainability thing, right? So you don't have to count on your grocery store having, or your hardware store having, the lime to put it on there.
1: Well, lime in a 50-pound bag, and you only use, like, a quarter ounce per linear foot. (laughs) So i got plenty.
0: Okay. Uh, So another one. Oh, I learned this one from a gal in one of our homesteading groups. But if you have hornworms, you can kind of dig you a little hole in the ground and put a deep jar Inside the ground, and put your hornworm in that jar in the ground. This is her way to keep it in the garden because wasps will come and like lay their eggs inside of the hornworm, and you can watch these wasps come out of the hornworm. <laughs> and it's a way to like get the wasps to come out there because they'll eat the hornworms and they'll eat the cat. I think they eat the cabbage bugs. No, they eat hornworms and they eat oh the squash vine borers. Is that thing? I think so. I think that's what I heard. Something like that. And I think they kind of sort of help with pollination. So, I think we'll try that next year if I find one. Or I guess I could Maybe do it this this year. winter. This winter. It's do fall. We, do we plant tomatoes in the winter?
1: You can plant. You can start planting new tomatoes right now.
0: And most, we're behind. All the people saying to plant them like, said it like four weeks ago. Sorry, guys. We have not gotten very good at doing a second summer garden. We're a little hot over here and a little distracted by many other things at the moment. It's, it's been it's so hot. And then we've had so much work to do <laughs> between the the signs and the Airbnb cleaning and the full-time job and the watching of the children and the... There's been a lot. Anyway, that was not what we were talking about. Okay, so hornworms in the jar. Number five, I learned that you can plant kale plant as a deterrent for your bugs. So, like, according to this one guy, you can plant kale and a lot of the bugs will want your kale more than your other plants so you basically plant kale as a sacrifice plant for your bugs so i'm interested to try that i think it'd be something cool to try but i'm guessing kale would need to be planted like in a cooler seed right like early on or something like that around here
1: yeah because it's not
0: very heat tolerant is it it's
1: meant to like when you do cabbage it's meant to help capture the bugs but the thing is the the way so squash vine borers tend to kill about a third of your squash crop. So if you plant more than what you expect to get a yield from, then you statistically beat out, beat out the kill rate. Okay. Right? That's all that really does. He's okay. like, I don't like cabbage worms on my cabbages, so I plant kale. And they all go to the kale. Well, you've just created more plants for them to pick from. Yeah. So your instance of them showing up on the cabbage is reduced because now there's kale.
0: You think it's just because it's yes, not because of the actual plant. Yes, so you don't think they actually like it? Okay,
1: they're bugs; they're gonna eat whatever the plant. Is. Okay, but the kale does grow more quickly. And has Maybe more that's open why because it gets so, into
0: that first, and they just kind of stay there. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I think it's something worth trying next time. You know, because I guess we could do that late, like when the fall, like when it's when the Satan's armpit eases up a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Then we've got. Oh, what call it. <laughs> <laughs> Number six. This is just about our family. We don't eat lettuce.
1: We didn't plant but four plants of lettuce and it all died.
0: Yeah, we didn't plant a whole lot. And then the lettuce that we did plant, we didn't really eat. Although I did add nasturtiums to a couple salads. That's though. not lettuce. Though. I know. But I just mean like greenery thing. Like the dock.
1: We don't eat I didn't greens. do anything
0: with the dock. And then like the parsnips. But it's still, I never cut no, the parsnips. Persilane. Persilane. It's, personally, it's me. still growing though. It is. It's kind of cute. I don't all know. All of it. All of
1: it's still growing.
0: <laughs> the dock is very scanty looking. Yeah. Is it just because it got hot?
1: Because the chickens keep eating it.
0: Yeah. That's okay. And we it can, got hot too. We can plant stuff for the chickens. But stuff.
1: the dock won't die. It's in the ground now. That's It'll good. It's back up forever.
0: But yeah. We don't, we don't eat lettuce much at all. I mean, I say that, but I did really enjoy when I bought some romaine lettuce from the store because we didn't plant romaine, romaine lettuce. Although... We probably could start some with, like, an old Roman lettuce, right? But I really did enjoy, like, the lettuce leaf boat and then add, like, some mozzarella cheese and some pepperoni at the park. Mm -hmm. That was, like, my sandwich. That was actually pretty good. So maybe we could try that. I don't know. When do you plant
1: roasts around here? Let me go get my calendar. (laughs) Okay.
0: Number seven. I need a huge herb garden.
1: No, you don't need a huge herb garden. You need a decent spot to plant herbs.
0: (laughs) That would work. too. That's
1: the difference.
0: So we've got to figure that out because I did plant my Mother's Day was it Mother's Day or Valentine's Day? Valentine's Day herbs that you bought me. It yeah, was Valentine's like Day. I had an oregano plant
1: and you planted them in the ground and they died.
0: They're still there. They're just scant
1: because they need moisture. You don't water that area very. Much. I
0: don't. I'm not good about watering that area. And the peppermint has
1: to be moist constantly in order to.
0: I don't know if the mint still survived. I don't. No, that isn't there at all. I think it died. But my other two are kind of there, but they're not doing great. And I need more of both of those. So, yeah. I do have rosemary in a pot in the front, and it's doing okay, even though I don't water it either.
1: Rosemary's hardier.
0: But, it, like, our celery, I didn't water it
1: enough, and so it's pretty much gone. It died, but that greenery, that the salad burnet, is still growing.
0: Which one's the salad burnet?
1: That weed-looking thing that's in that pot, it's actually a salad burnet. Burnett, it tastes like cucumbers.
0: okay. And mm-hmm. that big cement thing in the front?
1: Yeah, it's one of those um, salad ones that we planted.
0: Oh, okay. And then number eight, we need to mark our bush starts, specifically our elderberry plant.
1: Oh, well, that was, <laughs> you planted it in that spot.
0: You tell me that, but I just needed to plant the dang thing.
1: You need to put it in a spot with a cage around it.
0: I said, where do I need to plant this? And you said, I don't know. And I looked it up and it needed full sun. Or a lot of sun. So you
1: planted it in the shade. <laughs> so I planted next it in to... a partial
0: shade. I wanted to plant it near a building because I thought then it'll be out of the way. I don't need to plant it in, like, the walkway when, of the backyard. When the
1: grass comes up around the building and <laughs> I go to cutting the grass because my wife asked me to for the party.
0: Yeah, and I asked I him to cut,
1: eat. I cut the elderberry that hasn't grown any since you planted it.
0: <laughs> so it's gone. So maybe... I should have thought through where to plant it and actually marked it (laughs) so you wouldn't cut it down. But, I mean, to be fair, I also weeded some plants out of our garden on accident, too.
1: Yeah, one of my squashes. Or one of the um, noodle beans. I actually killed two of them. I
0: got one with the little hoey weeding thing, and then the other one I just accidentally ripped out of the ground. Yeah, sad day. And, you know, that's a plant that we got several beans out of, too.
1: Yeah. That's probably one of our
0: better producing.
1: Joseph calls it the red... Green beans. Red green beans mama made some asparagus and red green beans
0: <laughs> alright number nine don't overbury the onion.
1: yeah apparently you just set onions on the ground and they're supposed to grow perfectly
0: yeah so we planted like the entire bulb under the ground but apparently you're supposed to kind of like leave half of the bulb exposed so that the onion will actually like grow down expand. into it and expand yeah uh-huh. so I don't know we'll see we'll, we kept all of our old Onions that didn't do anything in the ground, and we're going to try to plant them again and see if it works. Do you think it'll work?
1: I mean, it should, I guess. We'll see. I don't know. We'll it depends it. on
0: how dried out they are. Too dried out? Their tops are really dried out now.
1: Well, the tops are going to die, and they're not getting any moisture, to the roots.
0: But we're keeping them cool in the fridge, so.
1: They're good dormant, oh,
0: they're dormant, I guess. And hey, I thought I had 10, but that apparently was my last one. Yay! So, what are your lessons learned this that year? That was it.
1: I told you my two or three. Oh, no.
0: We did have one other one. So, the water, we definitely need to set up like a um, semi-automatic watering system. The real
1: lesson learned is we should use the Midlider system and not try to do the organic stuff like I was trying to do.
0: No. Just
1: so we can be sure to have some sort of um, yield from our effort.
0: No, I don't think so. I think we need to keep trying, but... It's
1: because a an organic garden with no vegetables is not nearly as good as a not as organic garden with vegetables.
0: Well, I think we've got to learn until we can do it, because the whole point of learning to organic farm is first of all you're not adding all of those extra chemicals to your stuff, right? You're not getting all the extra heavy metals from the fertilizers, but also. You're learning to be more self-sufficient because you're learning how to use what you have on hand to grow what you're wanting.
1: I have plenty of grapes.
0: We do have plenty of grapes. That's
1: what I can grow.
0: Yeah. We like that as a annual, perennial. I get confused. Which one's which?
1: I perennial is one that stays there all the time, and annual is one you have to plant annually. It so grows it be, for a time and then dies. It's a perennial it's plant. It's It stays.
0: So, yeah. But the the semi-automatic watering system. I think that... We definitely need to set that up to our, for our garden because there were several times I'd turn the water on, run inside to do something real quick, and then two hours later realize I forgot to turn off the water.
1: Well, we could we can do it. it. There's a way we could do it that's not quite as difficult. It's like the it's like a soaker, but it's not. It's got it's a porous tape, uh-huh. and you can hook it to the spigots that we have out there. But that material is expensive because the soaker hose just kind of puts too much water out. In all directions. That tape, you can set it down on the bottom so it's only coming out the bottom of that tape.
0: I thought the plan was to get the pipe and drill in the pipe. That's
1: if we were doing mint water.
0: Oh, I see. Okay.
1: Because that's what I originally planned to do, because then your pipe would sit inside your trench and spray into the... because you build two mounds on the outside of a trench. Your pipe goes through the trench, you sprinkle your fertilizer in the trench, the water sprays down into the trench and onto the mounds. So as the plants grow down, they start absorbing some of that fertilizer that I did.
0: But the semi-automatic works from having, like, a system in place that you can go out, turn the water on, but it's on a timer so that you're not forgetting about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's it. That's about it. Yeah, that's all we got this time. Other than if you want a custom sign or something laser-engraved or 3D-printed, call me, I'll do it for you. For a fee. I'm talking to the computer, not to the microphone, apparently. <laughs> Um, I also work on small engines. If you have a small engine that needs repair, call me. I can repair it, maybe, as long as it's not completely destroyed. Actually, I will say that I, I intentionally tried to fix a destroyed carburetor the other day and was successful in getting it to function.
0: Woohoo, magic man!
1: So, I d- I didn't expect to get a whole lot of out of it. Worked well enough to give it back to the person that brought it to me. <laughs> what about you?
0: Well, I offer violin, piano, viola lessons. My times in Fairhope are quickly going away, but I have lots of times in Foley. So if you live local or if you would like virtual lessons, you can reach out at, to jessica at com. We have a uh, contact us, and you can contact me there or on Facebook or Instagram or on Noster, which I have been posting a lot on this past week, actually. yeah I have. More so than even our other stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. You should follow me on Nostra. I don't even
1: know how to do it. <laughs> Are you on there with just the Coles on the Coast thing, or did you make your own? Just
0: calls on the Coast right okay. now.
1: Um, what else? Uh, we're Amazon affiliates. Go to our... Hmm, I need a link that'll send you straight there. We need somebody to go and buy something from Amazon through our affiliate links so that we can make money and so that we can stay an Amazon affiliate. We have 180 days after we signed up in order to get three eligible purchases through our system. And it's been like 30 or 60 days. So we're about a third of the way through and we haven't had any eligible purchases. I don't think. I haven't really checked, but I haven't seen any emails saying that I've had purchases through my affiliate. Huh. So when we post links to Amazon, they're not just random links, stuff that we just want you to buy. It's random links of stuff that we want you to buy to support us. Because it's affiliated.
0: Yeah. If you follow the legend, that is not based off of the price that you buy it on.
1: It's just a commission.
0: Charlie, you're too sleepy
1: to... Um, okay. Well, I stayed up late last night cooking a brisket. Yep. And, and laser etching a sign. So if you want a laser etched sign, they are laser etched with tender love and care. <laughs> and babysat for many hours.
0: You should.
1: I did that because I was... Well, and the laser thing kind of scares me at night. Support me by my... By buying laser engraved items so I can upgrade to the bigger laser and not have to wait as long.
0: (laughs) Anyway, hopefully you have found this interesting. Let us know what you want to hear. What kind of content do you like to hear? Do you like me and Charlie going back and forth bantering? Or do you prefer one-on-one specialty subjects such as our, um, what is our series that we've been doing? The things you want on the homestead?
1: The multi-purpose multi-use items.
0: Multi-use items. We still have several Yeah, items. see,
1: here's the thing. With the multi-use items, we did it backwards with Ballastal, but we ended up with some sort of sponsorship deal. <laughs> but like with the next ones, I need to contact the company and say, "Hey, I'm going to do a, a I'm going to do a podcast on this item." Is there anything that you would like me to look at and maybe include in that podcast. So maybe we can get some semi sponsor. Yeah. We're not big enough to have like real paid sponsorships, but a Yet. little bit of a little bit of swag here and there to, you know
0: <laughs> share what we already enjoy using with you guys.
1: Yeah, I don't like I don't like using stuff that I don't like.
0: You mean talking about stuff you don't Heck yeah. unless you like talking about not what you no. definitely don't like.
1: Alright. And this is where the bonus episode comes into play. So y'all have a great week. And then tune in later for the bonus episode if you want to hear what we're about to talk about.